Hi, you're listening to Stefan Levera Podcast, a show about Bitcoin. Today, for episode 264, my guest is Roy Scheinfeld of Breeze. He rejoins me on the show and we talk about the latest with Breeze, how it can make sense for you or your friends and family if they want to become a lightning merchant and use this to accept Bitcoin. And we also talk about podcasting 2.0, using lightning to stream sats to your favorite podcasters. But first, a message from the sponsors of the show. Greetings, Stefan Levera fans. This is Dread here, and I have some big news to share. Swan Bitcoin's new private client services division is open for business. So last August, MicroStrategy CEO Michael Saylor kicked off the trend of companies buying Bitcoin for their balance sheets. A flood of high-profile investors and companies have joined him. Names like Paul Tudor Jones, BlackRock, Square, and Tesla. Swan Private exists to meet the massive international demand from thousands of companies, family offices, and high net worth investors from all around the globe. If you're thinking of buying between 100,000 and 100 million US dollars worth of Bitcoin over the next year, visit swanbitcoin.com private. That's swanbitcoin.com private. Fill out the onboarding form or email the CEO personally. Corey at swanbitcoin.com. That's C-O-R-Y at swanbitcoin.com. Respect fans and one love. Lend at HodlHodl is a non-custodial Bitcoin-backed lending platform. This allows you to lend and borrow globally and anonymously. If you have stablecoins, you can lend them and earn attractive returns. HodlHodl's lending allows you to earn 25% APR on average, one of the highest returns on the market. Also, if you have Bitcoin and you don't want to sell your Bitcoin, you can borrow against them as collateral. So you can get fiat stablecoin liquidity without trusting your money to one party. On Lend at HodlHodl, your Bitcoin collateral always remains locked in escrow. Lend at HodlHodl is a Bitcoin DeFi, allowing peer-to-peer lending and borrowing directly. So with the platform, you set your own terms and put up offers depending on how long you want to borrow or lend and the interest rate. Go check it out. The website is lend.hodlhodl.com. Compass is an online marketplace making it easier for everyone to mine Bitcoin and enhance the Bitcoin network's security. This is the anti-cloud mining option. Compass will help you buy your own ASIC, application-specific integrated circuit, and find secure hosting at great facilities around the world. So for years, we've heard mining's only profitable if you're investing lots of money. But now with Compass, everyone can tap into those economies of scale. And if you're unsure about how to get started, Compass offers hardware and hosting bundles. And check out my earlier episode, 259, with Whit Gibbs from the team. Compass eliminates the need for advanced technical knowledge, and you can get started mining Bitcoin. Go to compassmining.io and start mining today. On to the show. Roy, welcome back to the show. Hi, Stefan. Great to be back. How are you? So there's been a lot of stuff going on since we spoke on the show last time. So uh, maybe just give us a give us a flavor of what you're working on these days over at Breeze. Sure, sure. So Breeze, for those who are unfamiliar with the work that we do on Lightning, uh, we're we're basically building uh, services uh, uh, on top of Lightning Network to help Bitcoin uh, be- become a medium of exchange. Uh, a lot of folks are. Do not believe that Bitcoin can uh, become a medium of exchange, but we are, and we aggressively working to to make that a reality. I don't know when we've spoken last, but uh, it's been it's been a hell of a ride. 
uh, in Lightning. Uh, last year, we were mostly focused on, on, on improving the infrastructure and the user experience uh, of, uh, of uh, Lightning on mobile. Uh, some of the stuff that we've implemented include the creating channels on the fly, uh, implementing zero confirmation channels, uh, supporting MPP, uh, graph optimizations. A lot of the stuff that we, we, we are doing is, is to be able to run a, a, lightning, a lightning node in an optimal uh, manner on a mobile device. Uh, so, good portions of uh, last year were dedicated to that. But uh, on top of that, we are we also started uh, adding vertical solutions on top of our platforms. Uh, last year, we've added a point of sale uh, to Breeze, allowing everyone out there to be a merchant with a with a click of a button. Basically, no need for a bank account, no need for anything, just download Breeze, switch to the point of sale view, and you are all set, uh, ready to accept Lightning payments. And uh, most recently, a week ago, actually, uh, we've added a, a podcasting support. Podcasting 2.0 is now included uh, in Breeze, uh, allowing uh, users, listeners to, uh, to stream sats to their favorite podcasters. Excellent. That's obviously going to be my favorite uh, feature. So uh, <laughs> I wonder you know, why. That's, yeah, that's that's going to be the incentive. It's like you guys put in the lightning podcasting, so now I'll shill, uh, you, you know, your app to listeners so that they can, uh, you know, do two, do two in one, right? Why not? That, <laughs> but, that works for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So look, I guess just to bring it back a step, just for listeners who are new, I've got a few listeners who are new. Obviously, we're going through a bull market. So people who are listening and you're not really sure what is all this lightning stuff just think of it as an easy way to do lower cost transactions and essentially you know you can get around that there's there's obviously some engineering and some trade-offs around this but an easy way to get started is to try with breeze so uh roy can you just tell listeners if they are new and they're signing up what does the experience look like and what can they do uh off the get-go well, actually, you know, a lot of our users don't really understand how the stuff works behind the scenes. It just works. So you download yeah. Breeze, you you put, uh, you top up the wallet uh, with uh, some satoshis. You can you can even buy Bitcoin. Uh, we have a partnership with MoonPay. You can buy Bitcoin using your credit card or bank account. You can uh, you can receive uh, satoshis via Lightning Network. Or you can uh, even do an on-chain uh, transaction. We do. We are a Lightning wallet, so everything is 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 swapped to 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 Bitcoin on Lightning, uh, off-chain, uh, and uh, and you you start uh, paying stuff or listening to podcasts or whatever. Do whatever you want. We don't know what you're doing with your satoshis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, you know, a lot of our users don't even. Uh, you know, we get a lot of uh, we get a lot of feedback that, uh, well, yeah, Breeze is great, but it's custodial. Well, no, <laughs> because it's so easy to use. Breeze is not custodial. Uh, Breeze, uh, uh, where when you top up your wallet and you don't have a Lightning channel, we open a channel on the fly and uh, and uh, and uh, swap uh, your satoshis to. Uh, to the Lightning channel, 
and you can uh, instantly start sending or, or receiving payments. Yeah, so that's a really cool feature around Breeze. So obviously for listeners who are new, we very much encourage in Bitcoin this ethos, not your keys, not your coins. And so that means, as an example, you can you want to try to use the services that give you more sovereignty and more power in your control. And so that's a good way. And this might be a good option for you. Maybe you're a new listener or maybe you're a regular listener and you're thinking of what to tell your friends when they want to get started. And so for some of them, you know, they are going to ju- just be more interested in getting a hardware wallet and just stacking into that. But those people who want to get involved into, you know, this, this world and uh, try to earn sats, maybe this is a way for you, for you. And so, for example, you might have an exchange and you might have bought some Bitcoin. Well, now you can withdraw some out of that exchange into your Breeze wallet. And then you can do that with a Bitcoin on-chain transaction from your, the exchange, right? You might go to the exchange and say, hey, I want to withdraw $50 worth or $100, whatever. And then Breeze will then swap that in into Lightning for you, right? Exactly, exactly. And uh, we also have users using, I don't, can't recall the name of the mining company who who, who compensate users for... I think uh, it's NiceHash. Exactly. So NiceHash supports lighting. You can you can withdraw from NiceHash to to Breeze. There's plenty of lightning supporting services, including you know fun games like Thunder Games that Jack is developing, or or Lightning Roulette and others. You know, so you can also do that if you want. We have heavy Thunder Games users using Breeze. Yeah, that's really cool. And so I can imagine, obviously, there's the obvious pushback, which some people will be like, hey, why do I spend my Bitcoin? I want to I hold it only. But I would just say, remember, in order for you to get those sats, unless you mined them yourself, someone had to sell or spend the, for you to get those sats. And so exactly. that's, I guess, part of how you know we have to recognize this is a, this is a phenomenon and an overall economy. Now, yes, I do recognize holding is the most important part. Uh, but for people who want to live on the lightning, you know, today, people who want to use it today, and there are people out there who do do that. Uh, do this do is that a, a lot, tool. by the way. You know, we, we've been growing like crazy. So a lot of people are using their sats. And I think we can get into that discussion. But I think that if you get to think about the meaning of holding and, and, and Bitcoin as a store of value, I think what people sometimes miss to understand or don't realize that in order to be a great store of value, Bitcoin has to become also a medium of exchange. Yeah, and I think it, this really enables people to do that. And I think it also makes a lot of sense for the merchant case, right? So let's yes. say you are a one-off, you know, and you don't have the time to go and set up a full-blown thing. You just want to get started the easy way. So you can just start up Breeze and it's got a POS app. So for those of you out there, if you have friends who are thinking about trying to accept Bitcoin for their services, you can get them onto Breeze started just like that. You can literally get them to download the app and toggle, like set up a wallet and then toggle over to POS ver- POS mode and then boom, now they can start accepting sats and they're kind of like a merchant just using uh, their iPhone or uh, even like an iPad, right? Exactly. And as you said, uh, Stefan, uh, uh, every, every time that uh, we add a hodler to the Bitcoin network, uh, someone sold uh, his Bitcoin or their Bitcoin. 
so uh, in order to to uh, to, to grow the adoption of Bitcoin, you need to sell some of your Bitcoin. Uh, and, and Breeze is a, is a very easy, simple way for merchants to onboard. I'm getting pictures all around the world from people in India, for people in the Philippines, from people in, uh, in Brooklyn, New York, you know, all over really uh, uh, street merchants uh, using Breeze in order to accept sets, which is, you know, absolutely wonderful yeah that's really cool to hear now i'm curious as well because this might be a point of contention around the community where obviously people want there to be this non-custodial culture uh, but i understand that in some parts of the world people literally you know for them to pay an on-chain fee it, it is actually quite a high amount even to open that channel. So mm -hmm. how are you thinking about that? And is, is would you say there are certain thresholds and maybe below like a certain threshold, they actually do have to use custodial lightning or perhaps community custodial as opposed to just kind of uh, an, an unknown custodial? Or do you, you know, how are you thinking about that question there for those people? Uh, well, the reason uh, I started Breeze is to demonstrate that you can have, uh, when people talk about custodial, Typically, they talk about uh, uh, the user experience. And my, my, my reason of starting Breeze is to demonstrate and to show the world that we can do, we can keep all the Bitcoin values and, and still make a Bitcoin a, a currency and, and have a user experience that is on par with custodial services and with fiat. There is, of course, a question of opening channels. Uh, what we do in Breeze, we take a, a minimum fee of, uh, of uh, when we open a channel, actually 0.1% uh, from the transaction. Uh, but uh, right now, uh, for this specific operation, we are losing money, meaning we are subsidizing the, 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 the channel, the channel open, uh, opening right now. Uh, for some of the users. Uh, I, I hope that with uh, vertical solutions like the merchant solutions and with the uh, content consumption like uh, podcasting, then we'll make enough money out of uh, users that will keep subsidizing uh, uh, channel opening for those who, who, uh, who, uh, who can't pay the fee uh, for these channels. Uh, so in the long run, uh, exactly like uh, email is free and, uh, and a lot of the SaaS services uh, people are using are free, uh, being, uh, and this free freemium model is being subsidized by, by, by heavy users, uh, I, I think and I'm seeing that, that, you, that that's, the, that's what's happening right now with Breeze. Uh, I think we'll be able to subsidize a lot of the channel opens for users who can pay for channel opens and retain this non-custodial model. Because for me, Bitcoin is Bitcoin only if it exists in a non-custodial fashion. There's no point in, in developing custodial solutions. They're just, uh, just another form of banks. Yeah, right. And so let's talk through some of the typical hurdles that maybe in years gone by, because obviously Lightning is very early, right? A lot of people say, oh, yeah, see, Lightning's been around and it's been how many years and another 18 months. And these are yeah, the yeah. typical things people would say. And obviously in the early days, there was not as much uh, routing capability. 
Uh, and so you might be a lot more likely to run into some kind of routing failure when attempting a lightning payment. But nowadays, that's that's improved significantly. Uh, what's your experience been around those kinds of initial issues that people were facing in the early days versus where there we are, are today uh, yeah. in 2021? Yeah, there are still issues, Stefan. Let's be honest. Uh, lightning isn't perfect yet. Uh, People are bugging me because the breeze is still in beta and we have a warning when you open the app that uh, don't put uh, a money that you don't want to lose. Uh, but uh, I have to be trans transparent and, and very, uh, very clear with our users. Uh, I think Lightning is still in beta. That's my personal uh, position and that's how I present that to the world. Uh, but Lightning has improved significantly specifically in terms of liquidity. Uh, two major uh, features were added to Lightning uh, last year. One is Wombo channels, the, the ability to open large amount uh, channels between uh, hubs, between uh, Lightning nodes, uh, and that increased uh, the liquidity of the network uh, significantly. Uh, the other improvement, which is uh, I think much more important and uh, were, was key to the development of uh, Lightning and the ability to route uh, payments from uh, one node to the other is MPP. Uh, the ability to split uh, a payment to multiple parts and, 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 and route this uh, payment ver uh, via different, uh, different uh, 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 routing uh, path, paths, uh, that was a, a huge improvement. And I, I you know, I'm witnessing the 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 the, the average uh, transaction amount increases from uh, i think a couple of years ago two years ago it was around uh, one dollar two dollars uh, and now it's uh, uh, 50 it's around 50 bucks even uh, a transaction and i don't know if you saw the the eric wall thread about trying to pay uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, trying to pay in Lightning, he, he was uh, successful to 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 send uh, 100,000 uh, bucks uh, via Breeze, by the way, because of MPP, because this payment was uh, split to multiple parts. Was it was it a thousand dollars? I can't recall yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah, it was. I think uh, 1.8 million satoshis, which is around uh, 1,000 dollar, 1,000 dollars. I think yeah. something uh, in that range. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that was something that is uh, you weren't you, you couldn't do that a, a year ago uh, and even uh, six months ago that was uh, impossible uh, and now it's a reality uh, and MPP yeah, yeah MPP really helped uh, to 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 uh, to, uh, to route a larger payment uh, more re reliably. Yeah, and I think that reliability is key because when you are taking a new person in, you want them to have a nice experience. And so doing all these little things, and I think a lot of the Lightning apps and Lightning builders in the space have really put a lot of work in to smooth over a lot of these little things and hide things away in the corners, like little things like um, having the channel automatically open or automatically able to take uh, mm -hmm. to receive. Right? Exactly. Because I remember, I think uh, Breeze in the early days, you had to wait for the channel to confirm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's changed now, right? That's changed. Yes, there's a lot of uh, it's not small uh, incremental changes, but there's a lot of incremental ch changes that seem small maybe to the end users, 
but make the entire experience uh, much more seamless and holistic. Uh, creating uh, channels on the fly, meaning you don't need to open to 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 uh, to wait uh, to the channel to be open. The channel is being created on the fly when you receive a payment, and you and we create a zero confirmation channel, meaning you can immediately spend. Uh, the funds uh, after receiving without waiting for on-chain confirmation. Uh, also, MPP is a, is a huge deal in mobile. We've actually op optimized and, and, and changed the MPP algorithm on mobile devices uh, to allow the user to spend all the funds from all of the channels that uh, they have uh, inside the mobile device, inside Breeze. Uh, that's not how MPP works, but this is uh, something that users expect, meaning you receive funds, you, you are able to spend all the funds, you know, since trivial in a, in a fiat application, not as trivial in a non-custodial lightning application, and, and we've implemented that. Also, I don't know if you recall the issue of uh, a channel reserve. Uh, yes. Yeah, so in lightning, uh, there's a, there's a, there's a need to save some of the sets locked forever uh, till the channel closes. Uh, and we've, uh, we've, uh, we modified, we forked L&D to get rid of that as well. So you can uh, send all your funds uh, and have a zero balance in Breeze. Yeah, so I'm curious then, could that represent a risk to Breeze's side if, I, I don't know, maybe someone is being more adversarial or someone's like thinking very attacker-minded, if they were to spin up a lot of these and then just burn a lot of, you know, Breeze's capacity or a lot of BitBreeze's sats on channel closes? Well, keep in mind that uh, with the zero channel reserve, we are the one that are opening the channel. So actually the zero the zero channel reserve is 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 for users that open channels and then close channel immediately uh, to lock uh, users funds. Uh, so if we are the one that are opening the channels, uh, I think we're good on that regard. Yeah, I see. Um, and then also the big problem early was people were struggling to get inbound liquidity. So they had this issue where they would start up a Lightning wallet, but then not be able to receive because they didn't have any incoming capacity. And I think that's one area where Breeze uh, uh, kind of innovated in that way to make it you know, a much more slick experience where they just... Yeah. How open the wallet and they're able to receive straight away. So what kind of capacity do they have when they start Breeze up today? They don't have any capacity when they start Breeze. That's the the the, the whole deal with the zero confirmation channel. Uh, they so so let's take a step back for a second. We call this uh, service an LSP, a Lightning Service Provider. A Lightning Service Provider is the entity that onboards uh, users to the Lightning Network, exactly like an ISP onboards users to the internet. Uh, so Breeze has this uh, very sleek, uh, cool uh, Lightning client, but it also has this uh, part uh, of providing uh, LSP, uh, LSP services, being an LSP in the network. Uh, so when you install Breeze, you don't have any uh, inbound capacity. When you start receiving funds in Breeze, then we, uh, the LSP opens a channel uh, to the end user, to the to the node running on the on the mobile device, and we currently add uh, uh, 100k of satoshis extra 
to the to the incoming payment. And we do that by creating an on-the-fly channel with the zero conformation. So so it's very dynamic, and we do that up to uh, four million satoshis. Uh, we limit the, the the local balance of all the channels to four million ch- satoshis. Gotcha. Yeah. Let me just quickly see what that then allows people to be a merchant straight away, right? Like if they were to receive, and so I guess they can fund it either with a on-chain payment or with a lightning payment, and it will swap into um or it'll become a channel uh, on their side, right? Exactly. Or buy, or buy Bitcoin uh, via MoonPay or via uh, Bitfinex or other uh, lightning supporting exchange or uh, or not, you know, we, because we also do swaps on-chain to off-chain swaps. But merchants need uh, actually don't need to fund the wallet. They, they need to fund the wallet from customers. Uh, whenever a customer wants to purchase something, uh, they send them a lightning payment and the, the channel is being automatically opened if yeah. needed. And that's a really cool factor because I think if I were to try and onboard somebody as a merchant and I didn't want to have to go and teach them, oh, hey, man, you got to set up your channels and you got to make sure you got inbound capacity and maybe you got to loop out. Here it's more like, no, just get this app, receive it on the app, and then the app will deal all the channels in the background. So I think that's an important factor just to call that out just for people who are new if you're thinking about how to start taking payment. Now, I guess this would just be... Uh, I guess it makes the most sense if you are just kind of a one-man band. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess how would it work in the case where, let's say, it's a store and there's multiple employees, and you now you need to start managing it like that? How would you uh, sort of build it from there for a merchant? That is. So we have a feature in the Breeze Point of Sale, uh, which is a, a, a manage, manager password or manager something. I don't know. It 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 uh, it. Uh, it uh, turns the wallet to 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 a receive only mode uh, when you switch it on, uh, and only only admins, only managers can unlock the wallet and to spend the funds from Breeze. So imagine a, a store with multiple workers. You set up Breeze for all your uh, employees. Uh, and you switch uh, for the, the 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 employees that you don't want them to to spend funds. You switch the manager password uh, settings, and then uh, you are all set. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, so that makes a lot of sense then. So, you know, it's you could have let's say an iPad in the store, and then the employees can punch in and they can ring up the bill and say, "Oh, this is thirty dollars for your order." The customer just pays it either on chain or Lightning. And then later, the manager can come along and enter their pin, and you know, exactly. receive some, or spend some of that spend. out, or exactly, do, yeah, exactly, do what they want out of that. And so, and I guess we have, we even have a merchant gone. that installed Breeze on their employees' uh, uh, mobile devices, and they set the password on their employees' mobile devices. Uh, so, uh, we have that as well. Oh, right. Well, there you go. So that's another way where you could have multiple devices um, all being in play at the same time to be for that same merchant. And then on the other side, so let's say that merchant now wants some fiat. So, you know, they need to pay their bills. They need some fiat, Australian dollars or US dollars or whatever. Then at that point, that's where they might need to then go find an exchange Mm -hmm. to deposit. um, And they would send, you know, deposit using Lightning into that exchange to get their US dollars, Australian dollars or whatever out or obviously if they if they're able to find someone who wants to buy it cash in person, okay, but 
um, in most cases, they're probably just going to be going to an exchange for that, right? Exchange or broker, uh, Moonpace uh, support sales sell as well. Uh, you have a very nice service from Bitrefield that uh, allows you to to to, to have a fixed uh, fiat amount uh, and uh, hold the, the the amount in a, in a Bitrefield card uh, in built refill if you don't want to face uh, price volatility. Uh, so there are a lot of uh, options out there. Ah, oh, clever. Yeah. So you could basically buy that bit refill card and at the end of the day, say, mm-hmm. and then just hold those and then spend those if you needed them inside the bit refill ecosystem. And so that's another way to kind of play together. So I think that's what you were talking about with this idea of Breeze, not just being a wallet, but being kind of like a lightning platform, if you exactly. will, to enable these connections. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about some of the connections there then? Like what other ways are you looking for Breeze to sort of collaborate or you know uh facilitate yeah yeah so definitely so breeze is actually as you said a platform you know i even if in the the first show that uh, that we've done i i didn't uh, like the word wallet because it's really i don't think the the term is a good fit for for a lightning client Uh, wallet is just a very small aspect of what uh, uh, we do and other are doing in the ecosystem there is a wallet uh, but it's also just a very small part of uh, of being a, a payment uh, service in the Lightning ecosystem. Uh, LSP is another part of that, but also the the, the infrastructure, the platform that we are building inside the client. So we have a, a, a point of sale. Uh, we have a, we have a, a, a podcasting, which is the first uh, example of uh, streaming sets for content. Uh, we can uh, we can discuss this further in a second, but we also have an apps uh, view, and in the apps view, it's an open marketplace for Lightning apps. So every app that supports uh, every Lightning app that supports WebLN uh, can be integrated into Breeze, and we have a lot of uh, apps in the a lot of we have uh, uh, I think a dozen apps in the Breeze marketplace that our users are really enjoy and use a lot. Uh, so LN Market uh, is being heavily used among uh, the Breeze users uh, to, tr- to trade, uh, uh, to bet on uh, Bit- the Bitcoin price, uh, to short or long Bitcoin, uh, and they're earning sats uh, as a result or losing sats <laughs> as a result. <laughs> Uh, uh, BitRefill is is being heavily used, and uh, we, there, we have swap services to other shitcoins, and we have uh, uh, whatever like a lightning roulette, and uh, and and we have Spendel, which which allows you to to top up a credit card, uh, a debit card, uh, using Lightning, and buy whatever you'd like with uh, with the debit card. Uh, so uh, there's a really nice ecosystem of uh, Lightning apps uh, out there, and we expect uh, to have more. Uh, what we want to do in Breeze is is actually to keep building Breeze as an open platform uh, for in, in in many ways. So Breeze, uh, unlike uh, other services, is 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 open uh, in a sense that we we. We don't limit you to the Breeze LSP. Uh, you can open channel against other 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 nodes uh, in Breeze. Uh, so we want to add more LSPs to Breeze. We want to add Lightning Pool 
to breathe uh, in order to increase uh, liquidity uh, or, or even eventually for you to be to to earn some uh, uh, interest on your uh, bitcoins there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that we're planning in that regard Back to the show in a moment after a message for the sponsors. Unchained Capital are building Bitcoin native financial services, and they are building it on a foundation of multi-signature. So if you heard my recent episode with Parker Lewis, they are creating multi-signature vaults. So you can buy two hardware wallets and you can go and set up and create an ultra-secure long-term storage vault. But if you want some guidance, they have a concierge service. Their team will teach you about multi-signature. They will ship you two hardware wallets. They'll answer your questions and do a video call. They will deposit $1,000 of Bitcoin in your vault, and you get $50 off if you use the code LAVERA. So Unchained Capital offer this. They offer an OTC desk, and it's also a great choice if you're looking for somewhere to use for custody of your self-directed Bitcoin retirement account, where you hold the keys. So go to unchained.com and find out more. Coinkite.com are the creators of my favorite Bitcoin hardware wallet, the Cold Card. The Cold Card is a specialized device allowing you to take your financial sovereignty into your own hands and you can take those keys off the exchange. You can use the Cold Card as part of a single signature setup and you can use it air gapped as well. You can connect it with popular wallets like Spectre Desktop, Electrum or Blue Wallet or Sparrow Wallet and then also It works in a single signature setup and also as part of a multi-signature, more advanced level setup. So it's very versatile in that way. And there's a lot of features that you can use like an address explorer. So you can verify your addresses. You can use passphrases. It has anti-phishing words and it is Bitcoin only. Go to coinkite.com and use the code Levera for a discount. Cyphersafe.io are producing metal backup products like the Cypher wheel. So if you've got that, piece of paper with your 12 or 24 words from your BIP39 seed on your Trezor or your Ledger or other hardware wallet, have you got that backed up? Is it fireproof, waterproof, rustproof, petproof, and tamper evident? The cipher wheel comes in a wheel shape and you get some tiles and basically you slide them in, four tiles for each word, and now you or your loved ones can access those coins if an accident occurs. What if your house went up on fire? Would you be protected? Go to cyphersafe.io and use the code Lavera to get yours. Back to the show. Yeah, that's fantastic. We'll have to get into some of that. But I think we've also get into the podcasting now. So uh, tell us a little bit about how the Lightning podcasting works. Yeah, so podcasting is uh, is uh, is podcasting 2.0. That was um, it's been pushed by Adam, the wonderful Adam Curry and, and Dave Jones. Uh, it, it, Podcasting 2.0 is an open uh, uh, podcasting platform allowing everyone to register their RSS, their podcast RSS, in podcastindex.org. And that's their site. And uh, and uh, Lightning is a great fit with Podcasting 2.0 because uh, the, the entire idea of uh, Podcasting uh, 2.0 is to have uh, an open platform for a free platform for freedom of speech uh, and uh, and in order to achieve that you really need a peer-to-peer money you really need to have peer-to-peer economy because of censorship uh, uh, not only censorship but also uh, uh, let, let, let me break it down to you so Currently in the podcasting world, and you know that uh, better than uh, than me for sure, uh, uh, podcasters are making money through advertisements. 
Uh, and these uh, advertisers and the content curators are actually control uh, the content. If they don't like sound, something that is being said uh, in the podcaster, there's their stop uh, the funding of the podcast or they're even censorship. Uh, they apply censorship to the podcaster. Uh, if you want to have a free platform for freedom of speech, you need also to have a peer-to-peer -peer economy around that. You really need to have a, a, a way for users, for podcast listeners to compensate the podcaster directly without the involvement of the curators or even uh, banks uh, for that matter. Uh, because censorship can uh, can be applied via the money transmitter. Uh, Breeze is, is a great example uh, to to this uh, this uh, the, the power of uh, the lightning economy. Because when you have a node uh, running in your pocket, uh, basically, you can compensate the podcaster directly without any middleman. Uh, and taking a cut from your earnings or applying censorship to your content. By the way, it's not only censorship, it's also the quality, the quality of the podcast because uh, competing over uh, advertisement uh, is also changing the quality of the content being, being, being created. Uh, in the podcasting world. So you need to have clickbaits and you have you, you need to have sensational content in order to attract uh, more users. Uh, we want clean content, high quality content. In, and if we want that, uh, then there's the, enters the value for value model that uh, Adam and, and Dave are, are preaching. Uh, where uh, users can compensate uh, podcasters directly without the involvement of uh, of uh, third parties, and then you you can be dependent on your community of listeners. Yeah, so it adds a whole new level, and I think the way Adam Curry has been talking about it is he's saying, you know, people can just start contributing in a different way to the shows that they like and then it's it's all one feed so it's it might still have the ads in it but then his view is like oh you can more kind of you can skip you feel like less guilty about skipping the ads or whatever i guess that's one way of doing it and maybe other people are thinking of it like they would actually go and have a separate feed which mm -hmm. is ad free yeah. um and i guess it's I mean, even from my point of view it's a little bit difficult because well not difficult like oh look, poor woe is me kind of thing but more just like technically achieving it because i actually do provide um you know ad free version for my patreon listeners and patreon does a feed for like which is the ad free feed for them and then i also give the mp3 version in a separate uh, private chat group for those supporters but it's a bit more manual it's not as kind of built in with a slick app so that's kind of a difficulty there Definitely. but i do have a sphinx obviously i've got the sphinx thing going just like uh my my buddies over at tales from the crypt who are big on that too um, but uh, it's just an interesting little, um, you know, development that we're seeing now that we're tra trying to do this whole lightning podcasting 2.0 thing. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I guess it that's is... just a little bit of color from my side. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, definitely. Uh, you know, we're just getting started, right? I'm sure that if that uh, will be successful, uh, uh, then uh, the tools get uh, will be easier and uh, provide you with the support that you need in order to pr to, to publish an ad-free uh, version. 
the 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 whole game right, right now is uh, is uh, is rigged towards advertisement. But uh, but just like uh, you, uh, Patreon, uh, I think if we'll be able to succeed with uh, with this uh, value for value model. Uh, on top of Lightning, then 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 the tools will build the tools that you need in order to uh, to succeed with that. And you're yeah. either way, you're becoming less dependent on your uh, advertisement funds, uh, which is great. Yeah, and the other thing with um, the whole podcasting 2.0 thing is it does like a split, like a breakdown of where the sats are going. So. Mm-hmm. For the listener, you you pick a certain rate of how many sats per minute, whatever, hundred sats a minute, or whatever, whatever rate you pick, and it then does a breakdown of obviously some of that goes to the podcaster, some of that might go to the app, some of that might go to the podcast index, like, and then the way this might be built out in the future is people might, if they are contributing in some way, maybe if they're doing some kind of design or marketing work for the show to help promote the show, then maybe they get cut in on mm-hmm. having, you know, some of the sats that get streamed to them. And there's a lot of power with this because you can basically set this up on an app and you can just download it on an Android phone or whatever. And it's not necessarily the same as having to go through a normal employer. If you can set up an app and get paid, you know, Bitcoin for your services in this way, it's just enabling a whole new world of possibilities, right? Exactly. It's a different economy because it's a transparent economy. What if you listen to the to one of Adam's podcasts, uh, No Agenda or Podcasting 2.0, you, you see, for example, he ha- he, he, he adds uh, he's, uh, the guy that does his chapters. <laughs> you know, it's a challenge doing chapters for podcasts. Uh, Bree supports that's that by the way, but uh, he adds uh, that guy and people can add uh, the guys who are doing the podcast images or uh, the podcast sounds and et cetera, et cetera. And, 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 and really there's a direct uh, compensation from the end user to the guys who worked on the podcast without going through any third party. That, that's, that's amazing. That's the, that, that's the power of lighting. You can't do that with any other uh, in the fiat world. That's, that, that's not possible. Under the hood, uh, the way that, uh, that, the way that is, it's being implemented is uh, every entity that is being compensated uh, uh, has its own uh, lighting node. And, and Breeze, the client, is doing keysend. Keysend is a way to send sats without an invoice uh, breeze is doing key sends uh, to the node depending and splits the the, the payments the min minute uh, the sats per minute payment based on the ratio the podcaster uh, has decided yeah that's pretty cool i'm wondering as well i know you're more a technical guy yourself so you'll probably have some appreciation for this i'm curious why it's kind of done as like a streaming on the go as opposed to you know doing it like one payment at the end when they've stopped listening you know i'm curious if there's any insight you have into that or whether that might mean there's a lot more you know htlc's flying around the network on around the lightning network would that represent like a dos vector there or is that you know, you think that's an acceptable uh, risk there? So a couple of things on that. Uh, one, uh, currently it's a vol- 
voluntary model, but uh, no one uh, says it's going to stay like that. Uh, so imagine a world where the podcasters are sp streaming uh, podcasts or music or movies or videos uh, if you continue to pay sets. Uh, so in that model, you have to stream sets because as long as you stream sets, you receive the content. That's, uh, yeah. that, 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 that's uh, one thing. Uh, a second thing is the fact that uh, uh, from a technical standpoint, from a client standpoint, it, it's, much, uh, it, it's very robust to stream sets because imagine someone force closes the app or uninstalls the app. Then uh, you you are not relying on the on the on the uh, on 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 settling the balance at the end of uh, the show. Uh, uh, keep in mind also that we don't have a credit card as a collateral, right? You need to stream sets because if you stop uh, if you decide to stop streaming set, then there, we we can't hold you accountable. The only way to hold you accountable, the user is for you to, to, to stream sets. And I like it. And I'll tell you, and I, you know, that's my, uh, that's my opinion. I like it as a stress test for lighting, for the lighting light network. And I saw, I saw it just uh, published an article yesterday and, and, and Lalu uh, Rossby from uh, lighting labs uh, replied. Uh, I, I like to, to, to test the, the, the robustness and, and see if lightning can, handle uh, this uh, a lot of HTLC streaming because uh, that's the power of lightning. And I think we need to start testing the waters. Yeah, I think that's a really good point you make there, that it is time to start testing these out and seeing how they grow. And, uh, you know, if there are you know issues identified, it's better that they're identified early. So we'll see where that goes. And in terms of another... And I'll tell you one other thing, uh, Stefan. Podcaster love to see his sad streaming. <laughs> Meaning, <laughs> I get it all the time. You know, people sending me screenshots of the stats or of the incoming sets. You know, that's a cool factor. Yeah, and the cool factor is 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 important. Yeah, no, that's certainly very cool. Seeing it stream in and ping off the notifications in my Sphinx app. And I guess it's kind of the idea is to try to make it all interoperable, right? Because if I set up the Sphinx app, but then I can receive, you know, from other people on other apps, then it's kind of all becoming one growing, you know, ecosystem. That's what you said right now. That's the key for the success of Lightning. Lightning has to remain open and, 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 and decentralized. Uh, you, you can't, you can but that's not the power of lightning. You can build closed gardens uh, on top of lightning, uh, but I think that once we'll do that, then uh, uh, lightning is doomed to fail. We need to keep lightning open, and with the podcasting 2.0, we have an open standard, an open protocol for everyone to join. And uh, Jack uh, Moller uh, yesterday, uh, he replied to one of our tweets, saying he wants to add the podcasting 2.0 to uh, uh, to his head to strike yeah. which is amazing uh, uh, and that's that's the power of lightning uh, being an open uh, uh, decentralized platform for transferring peer-to-peer uh, -peer money yeah so that's, that's really what cool we do. that's really cool to see where that's going and i i guess just a couple other questions that people might have just from a practicality and being pragmatic let's say 
someone wants to accept a payment, but it's being done online and they might, you know, post that invoice uh, and then have to deal with the expiry time or maybe if their wallet or their phone is off. How does police mm-hmm. deal with in those kinds of scenarios? Like, I guess historically, maybe people might have said something like in a in a private DM, they might have said, oh, hey, I'll sell you this thing. Can you pay me to this address? But then maybe because of time zones, that other guy wakes up and he only sees it a couple hours later. And then the guy who's receiving his phone is offline. So in a Bitcoin transaction world, that would have been fine because it's just going to the address. How does that work in the lightning context? And how does Breeze kind of get around some of those Mm -hmm. kinds of issues? So we have a couple of ways to mitigate that. Uh, yeah, so in order to receive a lightning payment, uh, both parties need to be online at the same time. Uh, it's kind of like uh, having a phone call. Uh, they need to talk uh, together at the same time in order to do this lightning transaction. We have a couple of ways to mitigate that. One is called the connect to pay which works between Breeze users only. Uh, just because others haven't uh, implemented uh, this protocol. Uh, but you can send a link uh, to, to, to pay someone. And when uh, this user is, uh, is uh, ready to accept the payment, he clicks on the link. Uh, the sender receives a notifica- notification that the payee has joined the session and they have like an online session of payment. Uh, and that leverage uh, uh, mobile notifications in order to coordinate uh, the, the, the payment session. Uh, another way to mitigate that is by using uh, uh, LNURL. Uh, we support LNURL withdrawal. So you can put uh, your funds, the funds that you want to transfer to someone in an LNURL uh, withdrawal supporting uh, sites like uh, Lightning Gift or uh, or uh, uh, LNPay or others. There are uh, a few services that support uh, that. And whenever the user is ready to accept the payment, he clicks on the link and uh, he, 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 they can receive uh, the funds, uh, which is uh, which it's also a way to mitigate that. Another thing that we want to implement, uh, but uh, we were so busy that we haven't got around to that, is uh, a protocol that we call a lightning road. Uh, that we uh, published uh, a while ago uh, is we want to leverage a uh, hold invoice in order to coordinate this uh, payment. So a lightning road can be a node that uh, holds the funds. Uh, it's an intermediate node that holds the funds on behalf uh, of the payer and settles uh, the, 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 the payment with the payee once uh, the payee is online. Uh, so you can, we have a medium publication. You can uh, uh, search for the Lightning World article to see how it works uh, in a trustless manner. Uh, that's another, uh, another features that we want to uh, implement in regards to offline, so-called offline payment because there is no such thing as an offline payment in in lightning gotcha yeah so it's kind of like an approach of trying to yeah find ways to either wake that phone or uh, to be able to make it wake up and take the payment um mm-hmm. or some of these other approaches like a lightning exactly, exactly. Style, hodl, uh, like the hodl invoice style um yeah we want to integrate something uh, like uh, the road which is similar to in concept to the concept of a watchtower to tackle that we want to be less dependent on 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 the platforms i mean in google apple we want to we want to have something that is 
more integrated into the lightning way of uh, working with things. Uh, LNURL in that regard provide a lot of uh, user experience benefits. Yeah, it's really interesting because there's trade-offs all the way, right? Like some people have said LNURL might not be as secure because you're kind of reinserting this idea of going to the web interface. Uh, and then I've also heard some of the protocol developers say they weren't a big fan of the HODL invoice style because it locks up liquidity across the route, it locks yeah. up liquidity on the network. So, I mean, there's, I guess with all of these, there's trade-offs and we kind of have to just see what happens and what uh, the market decides in some sense which uh, approach and which trade-off is uh, best for people yeah yeah i think there will be uh, multiple solutions for multiple use cases use cases uh, breeze users uh, are using the connect heavily using or the connect to pay feature people who are using for example thunder games or other other services are using lnurl will implement the road and we'll see where it takes us i think uh, some some merchants have no problem in holding some yeah, of their I see, liquidity. I see. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned earlier as well around some of these ideas of what you might look at in future, like having Lightning Pool. Can you tell us a little bit about what that would look like? Definitely. So Lightning Pool is a way to lease channels. Uh, it's a way to increase uh, your liquidity without paying uh, a lot uh, in advance uh, for, for, for the channel. We are looking for a way, and that's the key, another key for the success of Lightning, to increase the liquidity in the Lightning network. Lightning Labs has created this concept of a Lightning Pool, this a tool, the service of a Lightning Pool where you can lease channels we want uh, our users to enjoy power of lightning pool in order to increase their capacity to increase their liquidity and now they can pay uh, 1000 bucks in in breeze i want to start building for a world where they can pay 10k uh, in breeze uh, and we will require services like like lightning pool in order to do that, that and lightning pool uh, has added uh, some features that allow uh, services libraries to to coordinate channel opening between between a, a user and uh, and someone that offers a, a channel input we need more features in that and we want i, I want lightning labs to support a zero confirmation channels and and a zero channel reserve in order to integrate that uh, into breeze we also want to make sure this, uh, that, that the, the entities that are offering these channels via pool are reliable, meaning have a high boss score, are able to reliably uh, route payments because a lot of uh, the stuff that Breeze is doing is in LSPs to, to ensure that payments are getting routed. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So it sounds to me like your concerns and things around Lightning Pool are essentially making sure that the users still get a good experience. So I guess just to back up a sec, just for listeners who are new, Lightning Pool allows basically, a, think of it like a channel marketplace. So some people can offer up liquidity and say, hey, I'm willing to open a channel to you for this amount of sats or uh, this kind of return. And I guess from your side, Breeze might be able to facilitate that for Breeze users to say, hey, if you need liquidity, we can help you source that, that incoming liquidity through Lightning Pool. But what you're saying is essentially you want to make sure that the reliability of those channels uh, and certain features around having zero reserve, meaning you don't have to have that uh, little amount of fee reserve in the channel that you can spend it all down to zero and features around that essentially around ensuring the customer experience. 
and you don't need to wait in order to spend the funds. Or, yeah, it's about user experience and reliability. Right. Basically. Yeah, that's yeah. A really interesting thing to see there. Also, I'm curious about the automatic cloud backups. So the scenario here might be. Let's say they're a listener of this show and they are out there trying to teach people about Bitcoin and Lightning and they might tell them, hey, get on this app and you can start um, you know, stacking sats or spending sats or whatever and they might have lost their backup, right? So I think a lot of us who have been around for a while have friends who we helped on board years ago and then they lost that backup. They lost their 12 or 24 words and then now they're, you know, <laughs> they're gone. They lost the coins. Um, what's the approach with Breeze and the auto cloud backups? Yeah, as you said, we have auto cloud backups. Uh, so Breeze is a Lightning wallet. Unlike uh, unlike uh, a Bitcoin wallet, in order to to backup Breeze, you need to backup Breeze after each payment because Lightning under the hood is a, is a chain of uh, Bitcoin transactions. So whenever the channel state uh, is changing, you need to save that. In the backup, if you don't want channels to be closed, so it requires, unlike a regular Bitcoin on-chain wallet, it requires an ongoing backup process. The only way currently to implement a, a nice, an easy, simple way for users to backup uh, in that manner is to backup to the cloud or to to a Breeze server. We decided not to backup to a Breeze servers to a Breeze server because we don't want users to be dependent on Breeze uh, as the backup server. So we're offering a Google Drive, a iCloud ongoing backups, and we are adding Dropbox, and we'll add that soon. And for users that are worried about uh, Google or Apple monitoring their content, because this uh, these uh, companies are a bit uh, obscure about the way that they, sa- they save the, the backup data. We also add uh, an option to encrypt the, the backup data. I see. So basically, it automatically gets backed up to that user's Google Cloud or Apple iCloud or Google Drive or Apple iCloud, and they have an option to add a password if they're concerned around um, you know security of that or surveillance of that by you know, the big, uh, big Google and big Apple. Uh, and so then in the case, like mm-hmm. hypothetically, let's say Breeze, you know, it wasn't around anymore and that user wanted to recover, how would they recover their coins? So currently you can recover via Breeze. Uh, I imagine that if Breeze uh, went around, uh, we will provide uh, a utility that allows you to download the, the, the backup data and easily restore it in an LND node. Uh, you can do that manually, by the way, in the developer. To demonstrate Breeze is a full Lightning node, uh, we also expose a developer mode. Uh, in the app itself, you have a, a developer mode with all the LNCLI, the LND kind of command line capabilities which you can you totally control one of the actions in the developer menu is to export the lnd and databases uh, so you can export these databases and 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 restore it in an lnd uh, node uh, that's essentially the the, the backup data uh, that we store in the cloud uh, if we if we will stop uh, working uh, then uh, then you can use that or uh, we will provide tools to download the the, the 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 cloud data, or you can compile Breeze. You know, Breeze is uh, fully open source, which is another hot topic in the Bitcoin domain. Uh, so we 
Uh, we are completely open source. You can compile and, and use the Vries app without uh, us even knowing or <laughs> Very nice. sharing. Uh, and Roy, also curious to get your thoughts around Lightning as a protocol. What kinds of things are you interested to see? Are you looking to see things like, I don't know, trampoline routing or anything else that you're interested to see come to Lightning at a protocol level? I think worries me about uh, lighting. You know, all the advances in the that you've mentioned are for me currently are nice to have because I think we've managed to to create a good user experience on top of lighting or what we have right now. Trampoline payments will definitely tra- trampoline routing will definitely be an improvement because graph sync is going to be a challenge as the Lightning Network grows. I think Lightning in general needs to be more robust. We still seeing and experiencing issues with our users, like spontaneous channels being closed and stuff like that, that we need to resolve. That's what worries me currently in the day-to-day in today, in the day-to-day experience, yeah, uh, looking forward for trampoline routing, looking forward for uh, some of the stuff that uh, LND is working out in terms of uh, upgrading existing channels. So the ability to upgrade a one channel tap to another without closing and opening a new channel, that would be great. For example, channels that uh, offer anchor, uh, an anchor channel, an anchor output, anchor output is needed for to reduce the fee of channels being closed. closed. This is the features that... that yeah, so I think those are, it's kind of like around things like reliability or just kind of uh, ensuring the fee levels are appropriate using the anchor output style channel. Mm-hmm. And the ability to, to upgrade from one channel type to another, that's going to be key for the adoption of this improvement. Yeah, I see. I get you. Yeah. Um, but it looks like, you know, it's just, it's really exciting. There's a lot of um, growth in around the ecosystem as well. Uh, wondering if you have any, uh, I guess... Uh, stories that you've seen in terms of merchants or any um, people uh, who are kind of adopting uh, lightning uh, and just going straight into lightning are you seeing that in your any of your channels or any of your uh, communications well yeah definitely i'm getting uh, i told you i'm getting uh, pictures from all around the world of people uh, 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 sending me pictures of uh, merchants using various to accept payments Someone in Israel recently bought the Cheetos in one of <laughs> yeah. the cities in Israel, and the the, the merchant the merchant used the breeze to receive the payment. That was exciting, and we don't even know, you know, Stefan. You know, that's the that's the amazing thing. You know, we don't know the implications of the work that we're doing. I can tell you for the podcast <laughs> stuff that we've released last week, we've tripled our monthly transaction amount in in in, in a week. Meaning in a week, we've done three times more transactions that we're doing. Yeah, because everyone's streaming sats through, eh? Yeah, and, you know, and, and podcasters are approaching Breeze, you know, want, wanting to be added to the platform, want to be monetized, uh, want to monetize their podcasts and start receiving uh, Bitcoins. People want to receive Bitcoins and, and users are willing to stream sats to, to content creators. That's, I can tell you, you know, after a week, yeah, well, it's very sure. exciting and I'm um, excited to see where it all goes. Uh, so, Roy, I think it's probably a good spot to finish up here. So if you've got any uh, closing thoughts for the listeners and what they should do, and, of course, where can they find you online? 
well, they can find me practically and us, you know, Breeze is not just only me, you know, we're a team, uh, uh, shout out to my partners, uh, Roy and Akiva, Erdem, thank you, love you guys. They can find us in Telegram, they can find us in Medium, I, I'm, we're doing a lot of uh, content, creating a lot of content to, to help the Lightning ecosystem in Medium, uh, so Telegram, Medium, Twitter, uh, wherever, I'm here for you guys. All right, love thanks, you. Right, see ya. Thank you, Stefan, bye-bye. Hope you found that one interesting. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts or similar so new people can find me. You can find the show notes at stefanlevera.com slash 264 for this episode. Thanks, and I will see you in the Citadels.